podcast, baby. What's going on? It's uh, your boy Andre and Miles, and uh, you're listening to another episode of the A&M Podcast, where we uh, talk that mess about music, culture, entertainment, and other things. It's September. It is September. Starting to get into fall. I'm yeah, a, I'm a I, little hype. I wore pants today. I'm pretty pleased about it. Is this the first time you wore pants? No, but I love wearing pants. You love wearing overalls. I wish I had overall pants. I have overall shorts. And my overalls broke at the summer shindig. No. You know what? One strap broke. I Which was like, one? The right. black ones or the brown ones? The black ones. Oh, so one strap ones. broke, and I was like, all right, whatever. And then I was out in Brooklyn with Nicole, and I'm getting out the car, just pop. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So uh, How much you pay for those? I remember when like you were ordering bucks, them. Bro. I remember when you had them in your I'm cart. Pretty... <laughs> pretty mad wait do you still have them yeah i still have them i don't have like the the pin pieces themselves that like but i know a girl we'll talk about it after the show bet um but thank you guys for coming back to another one um yeah we we got some stuff to talk about today but first what we wanted to do is hop from some quick things that we yeah from the last show we talked about oscars oh yeah so (laughs) <laughs> the Oscars realizing how stupid they are. Like, let's not do that this year. So they they think they walked back that that category. They're not putting any new categories in this year, which is the ultimate like renege on anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, yo, guys, Black Panther, you want that award? Nah, nah, I'm fucking with you. We're done. Sorry, we're not gonna do it yet. We're not gonna do it. Yet. You might be able to get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they yeah they decided to uh, retract. Their um, their initial idea for 2019s. So that was what was specific about it too. They um, they said 2019. So it's possible to get it in the future, but I'm sure they're still probably like you know ironing out some things. They're just like, oh man, we got too many good popular movies this year. Let's, but there let's wasn't even. I I watched some videos on contenders for it, uh-huh. but like, honestly, if we're not kidding ourselves, like Incredibles too. And Black Panther were probably the two ones for, uh, like, up for it more yeah, than any, depending like a, on the circumstances to get like it. A Quiet Place might jump in there. Yes, too. yes, that that was a good movie. I as didn't well. get the chance to see it, but I wanted to. I um, said it was a good movie because I, the reviews said it was. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't wow. see it either. Wow. Oh, there's, a, there's a video man. of Little B going through his video game collection, and he's like, "Yeah, MV, and like." NBA Live 2009 classic never played it. (laughs) Never played it. It's like Tomb Raider classic never played it, and it just keeps going through these games that he's never played. Do you know the song Vans? Was by Lil B? Well, well, got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. You know? Oh yeah, I mean mean, it's a classic Lil B flow. (laughs) Well, he he was in it. He was in that group that. I didn't know he was in that group. Hold on, I'm looking for the group name, but uh, it's not the Wolf Pack, is it? It's, I mean, that was his. That was his crew. Protect, the Pack, yeah, yeah. yeah. Protect <laughs> Lil B at all costs. Yo, I was dying because I saw him. I was watching the video for whatever reason. I was like, oh, yo, Vance was popping. Got my Vans on, and then I was like, is that Lil B? <laughs> and I paused and I stared at him, and I was like, I don't know. And then I looked at another track, but the hose on my dick because I looked like Jesus. Yeah, 
Shout out Lil B, the base god. Protect Lil B at all costs. So yeah, the the Academy backed up on that. So that was just something if you guys didn't know already. Did we talk about dogs at some point? Dogs? Yeah. Dog. Like dog, like yeah, animals. canine animals. Yeah, yeah. Last show? No, just in general. Right now. Do you want to talk about dogs? Well, I just want to bring up <laughs> what happened. Little story. So that what, two weeks ago? So I had to drop off my uncle out, out east. And it was in Quorum, and my cousins live in Quorum. So I'm like, let me pull up to the house and <laughs> see what's up tomorrow. Did well, you tell us this story? You I told, told you. Yeah, yeah, you might have told me. I told okay, you, go but ahead. I'll tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. I pull up, walk toward the door. My uncle's like, come in. I'm like, all right, bet. Come in. We chat, blah, 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 blah. He asked me about the podcast. He's like, so how do you how do you do it? Like, where do you stream? Like, do you like, are you on the radio? I'm like, nah, it's, you know, it's, it's like pay per view, kind of like you listen to it when you want to, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So uh, he's like, yo, let me let me step out and check on this dog. Because my uncle uh, raises dogs. Oh, he Breeder. breeds them. Breeder. Yeah, he yeah, breeds yeah. them. Which is a very lucrative. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's, that's awesome. A lot of work, I can imagine. Though. Yeah, for sure. So he, he lets the dog and the dog's like does a lap around the living room. And then goes into the garage where like there's like a setup for him. I just remember what the story was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I get up and I like kind of just pace around the living room. And it's just like blood on the floor. I'm like, huh. And then he's like, yeah, she she just she just had a pup. And I was like, oh. Oh, wow. Right here, right now? Yeah, yeah <laughs> literally just like dropped. They just drop out. Can you give me the noise again? I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get there. So, so I'm like in the garage with him, like seeing if he needs any help. He's like, I don't know if she dropped two pups or just one, because like on her way to like have them safely in this this setup that he has for her. So he's like, Yo, can you check around over there see if you see another pup? I'm like, All right, cool. And I'm praying I don't find this slimy ass dog on the the, the garage floor. <laughs> uh, thankfully, I don't. And so like my, my uncle's. You know, trying to make sure that this pup is okay and everything. And uh, the mother's apparently not producing any milk for the pup. So he's like, oh, damn. Blah, blah. He's murmuring to himself. I'm like, what's that mean? So he's like, yeah, usually there's like the sack that will lower that has all the nutrients and it allows the dog to produce milk or something like Mm -hmm. that. So I'm like, dang. So like, what happens? He's like, yeah, I might have to go to the vet. That's going to cost me a bunch of money to get the C-section, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's a lot. Like, that's yeah. bread, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, it'll probably cost me like two Gs just to get that. I'm like, damn. So my cousin. And that's not even his fault. That sucks. It, it's just. I feel bad for the dog, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not, it just sucks for him. Right. Well, this video is sponsored by Peter. No. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Um, so my cousin comes home, my cousin Blake, and uh, he my uncle my uncle Blake so it was Blake and Blake my uncle Blake's like yo Blake grab grab like the dog not the cage but like the travel case for him because we might have to take it to the vet um so he grabs and blah 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 and then uh as it turns out the pup is it's kind of working he asked me to go fill up some water some 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 gloves with water that shit is hard i don't know why i could not tie the gloves to, to with warm water i was like yo this took me like 10 minutes to tie up four gloves with water and i'm like yo, I'm you're probably useless. not expecting that yeah i am useless yeah so it's hard so so i'm just kind of hovering just making sure he has everything he needs and my cousin day day comes home 
And I'm sorry, Day Day. That's a great name. Go ahead, continue. Is that is that really the full name? Yeah, it's Daedra. Fantastic. Um, uh, we're we're chatting. I think at this point, like, dogs had like three pups. Cool. So, my uncle's like, "Yo, can you help me? Can you help me? Uh, just cover this hole that's in the garage because I don't want the breeze to come in and cool off the dogs because they're supposed to stay warm." Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm tall. I can help. Yeah. So my cousin Dayday and I are- I'm tall. Whatever. whatever. So my cousin Dayday and I are like working to put this thing together and Mm. I'm taping the the, the ceiling to put this stuff over it. And uh, all out of nowhere, I just hear- And I just heard a dog, you know, get birthed. And that was probably the most disgusting thing that I've heard in a while. So, uh, if you ever want to sit and listen to dogs give birth, let me, let me, let me just give you one quick sound. Rush of fluids out of the body. I'm just upset you licked your lips before. Let me just give you that sound. And had, had the, the Joe Budden pause. We got to talk about him too. Oh my goodness. But wow. Yeah. So. Dog birth is not the most beautiful thing. That shit sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, that dog had about 10 pups that day. Damn, yo. I never understood how they... How that's they, a that's normal. I know. That's normal. Like you see oh, the, another one. <laughs> oh, another one. And they come out just like... Yeah, the dogs like, are all just like, oh man, what? Like I was just somewhere completely different from this world a moment this ago. Not here five seconds. Yeah, ago. exactly. What's happening? The world just got a little bigger. But wow, thank you for sharing that um, beautiful hey, story. I'm here for the the pups. I don't have anything like that. I mean, you have a dog, so you just deal with like dumb dog stuff. Bradley's I cool. <laughs> I, when I say dumb dogs, I think dogs are dumb in personality, not in like intelligence. So like if no, you, I feel you. Yeah, like you imagine you'd play like I've seen the I've seen Bradley run straight into <laughs> the table. <laughs> like, yeah, you do. What do you do? Yeah, like what was that? And they they shake it off. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's just like imagine the play fetch. You're like, oh, Bradley. <laughs> that's their entertainment. Yeah, that's their. They're not watching TV. You know, what I mean? just walking around the house like, oh, what's the boom? Oh, okay. Well, I guess oh, I can't hit that. <laughs> that's dangerous. I should probably stop that. And then Cass are just like, put the water out. I'll be there when I want it. That's where I take a shit. Cool. A word. Shut I'm gonna do up. that when I go to bed. <laughs> when you go to bed, I don't I'm gonna wanna... do it the most inconvenient time. I, I picture. I always picture like Paul's cat. Um, because it never comes out. Yes, but when he when he is out, it's funny because like he'll he'll monitor the room. He'll be like, okay, I'm gonna be in this corner. All right, fuck what you guys yeah. are doing. <laughs> I'm gonna be in this corner watching you all. Leave me the fuck alone. If you even walk up to this cat, his eyes, his eyes will first, they'll get that razor sharp, like, you know, sharpness, like, you better back up. What do you want, bro? Yeah. It's like, you're in a video game and like the enemy sees you, but you're not in the range for them to hit. Whoa. Who's there? It's like Zelda. They're just... Dun, 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 dun. It's like the Lionels that are looking at you from like 30 meters away. Yo, Joe Budden looks like the Lionel. Link, <laughs> I heard the album. <laughs> My favorite thing is when cats just paw at you. They're just like, no, fuck out of here. 
Just smack people. Uh, update my DoorDash orders on the way. Bet. Anyway. This boy got four Impossible Burgers. What up, homie? This video is sponsored by White Castle. You're... Oh. Courtney just walked in. What you doing, girl? How you doing? Are you going thrifting? Oh. You okay? All right. Cool. So cats are cool. Dogs are dumb. <laughs> Next Sum topic. it up. Uh, so I w- w- can we talk about Button? Or what do you, do you want to talk about something else? Yeah, let's talk about Joe Button. Well, the reason we talk about Joe Button is because Eminem put out an album called Kamikaze. It came out on August 7th. Have you listened to it? No, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I tried listening to the actual track called Kamikaze. And it's... Mannequin, Blanikin. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna retweet something. Go watch it. It's it's uh Chris. I can't remember his fucking name. Man. It's okay, man. Okay, I play a snippet. Yeah. Go. Oh, you're gonna play it off your phone, <laughs> yeah. you dumbass. Uh, it's Chris Delia. Uh, Delia. I can't pronounce it, but it's he's an like American stand. Yeah, he's American stand up. Uh, he's has a a few uh stand ups on Netflix, but he does the. <laughs> Uh, an Eminem impression that's blowing up right now. It's go ahead. I'm driving a Porsche over the floorboards, over the four points. While you're in the four tours, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time, they hear the Ford. And look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins. And I'm going to panicking, trying to get up a planikins. All of the panicans, panicans, pan, pan, panicans. What all the panicans, panicans, Anna in the cabana. You're in the, ca- I'm in the cabana and the chanting. I'm in the cabana chanting on the stand up banner. Well, you don't got the stamina, you're lacking the stamina. You're lacking the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford, and I'm in a portion of flowing ports while I'm all torrent. You're using way too many napkins, papkins, lapkins, and chapkins. You're using chapstick and napkins while I'm papkin. Flapping around like a babkin. Slamming a bab and a can of champkin. Damn it, a can of it. Imagine you played the whole thing. You <laughs> said you were playing a snippet. No, yeah, it's it's absolutely hilarious. But, like, uh, so the reason why we bring that up is Joe Budden on the Joe oh, Budden podcast. So, so, the reason that, so Joe Budden responds. The reason that Joe Budden responds is because on this album, let me pull it up real fast. You have on- the exact disc. No, I don't. I didn't even know disc, what it was. But uh, on this album, mm. so mm. Eminem has features from Joyner Lucas, Jesse Reyes, Kendrick Lamar, and Justin Vernon, also known. Well, as, Kendrick's on the album. Yeah, he is. Wow. Uh, who's Justin Vernon? Also, Bon Iver, Bon Iver. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, along with these features, Eminem decides to diss about everybody, <laughs> uh, including rappers like Vince Staples, Joe Budden, Lil Yachty, Lil Pump, Lil Xan. Uh, Donald Trump, who's not a rapper, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Tyler the Creator, and more, but I don't feel like wasting my breath. So Joe Budden decides to re- respond on his Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> I would love to reenact it, but you guys definitely should watch it. Yeah, we'll just just we'll just retweet it. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he he was livid, which classic Joe Budden. I don't know if he's livid. I just think he's tired of Eminem thinking he's good now. <laughs> Because <laughs> apparently, according to Joe Budden, he's been better than Eminem for an entire decade. M. <laughs> I heard the album. 
<laughs> this is why I love listening to Joe Budden and watching him speak. Because watching him speak is like, way better than actually listening he's to him. Hella deliberate it? in his delivery, and he like always scans. Like you can see him thinking. Yeah, his the veins are working on his head. He's just M. Like his eyes never stop. Moving. His beard starts growing a little bit. <laughs> like you know, like. It's a lot of work for him. That's where he stores all his energy. It's a lot of work for him. He's like, yo, what? Yeah, but uh, that's the drama between all that right now. You guys probably yeah, and people. It. I think, uh, um, like him and Machine Gun Kelly are throwing jabs. Oh yeah, Me- Machine Gun it. Kelly came out with a track called uh, "Rap Devil." Oh, because Eminem had a song called "Rap, Rap God. God." Yeah, I mean, okay. Machine Gun Kelly's washed. He needs to stop. I'm sorry. Like I never listened to Machine that Gun. That dude was popular in high school and I don't even know why. <laughs> like I was like, Machine Gun Kelly, he's yelling. He's not he's just a white version of uh yeah. I'm not even gonna say that because I'd get hate comments. I'm just gonna end it there. He's yeah. yelling. Um I uh saw a response from Die Antwerp. They're like uh, I don't know where from Africa they are, but they're an African rap group, mm. like two white cats, okay. this white dude and this white girl. Mm. And their comment was that he rapped better when he was on drugs. I was like, damn. Joe Budden or Machine no, Gun no, Kelly? No, Eminem. Oh, I was like, damn. That's right. Well, I mean, it sucks that he kind of just came out with a project and it's just got negative shots I mean, to it. Depends on who you ask. Like, people still love Eminem. Eminem. And uh, those, you know those eight-year-old kids that love rap god are now like <laughs> twelve damn. now. No, they, <laughs> they are our age. No, they, bro. I know kids. I knew nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds that would walk up to me at these like weddings and stuff like that and be like, "Yo, do you have rap god?" I'm like, "Well, that came out like what? Like rap god came out ago? with Call of Duty." Oh, that's why. Yeah, so that's why. Okay, so one Eminem song, but even still, they're they're that cultivated a whole another generation of fans um i'm i'm one of those people who never actually took the time to listen to an eminem album and at this at this point i don't care to i don't like his actual like as far as that video is uh the of chris mimicking or giving him in that impression i it's that should just show like how not elementary his rhymes are, but like I mean, Eminem's knows how to rhyme orange. That's <laughs> foul. No, there's like a because I had a conversation uh, with my friend. He was like, "Yo, Eminem said it doesn't matter if it rhymes or not. It's how you pronounce it." And then that Flanagan Manigan thing, I was just like, "This dude true. just switches C's with G's," and like, it's, I mean. <laughs> He makes a good point where you just, you know, you just stretch or bend the word and you're fine. But is that really being a creative? Yeah. Creative, you said? I mean, you think that's being creative? I mean, it's like people with accents. Some people with accents can rhyme different words, you know, differently because they say shit differently. All right. But um, I don't know. I like, I knew like a couple of Eminem hits. I like, uh, I like Stan. Everyone likes Stan. Um, Miles, stop doing that. Sorry. <laughs> Miles is just like I was caressing the <laughs> mic for a minute. Um, I mean, just lose it. All like the hits, the Eminem hits, they're cool. The club hits. Yeah, you know. Those one hit of wonders that he accumulated. He had one song about like I mean, that was a Kim song or whatever, where he like kills his wife. 
theoretically yeah, in the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that dude's a crazy dude, you know? Listen. You think about he, it now. Like, he's definitely a pioneer for the time that he came up in, but I wouldn't say that. I think he should stop. Yeah, he just is that bad to say? Is no, that wrong to say? No, I think he. I think he's done. I think one of those cats that just should stop rapping. Or and or, it's unfortunate because I think that last album that he came out with, not the one recently, revival. Yes, that should have been the last, the last Eminem album. I, and he fucked himself by coming out with a diss album, basically, where you're just popping shots before you leave. Like <laughs> it's like you just quit your job and you just. Flipped off everybody in the <laughs> office. And Yo, you Joe. Come, and then you come back and still flip people off. Like if I went back to the bully alley, you just yelled. <laughs> ah, you still suck. Ah, I still hate this place. Like, okay, go go home. They don't clean the shoes. <laughs> Runs out. <laughs> Leaves. Like, like. Oh man. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Eminem's still trying to remain very relevant. He and was, he was, he didn't have yeah, to. Yeah, for sure, but he's still trying to be relevant. It's like, this last album wasn't good. This album is probably lukewarm at best. I think Eminem still hasn't, like, figured out how to do, I don't know. I don't even know, because I don't even listen to him. Like, I don't know what he sounds like anymore. Like, Eminem? Yeah. Bro, like, we just heard it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he he just, but he I, seems dated, you know? That's exactly his it. style seems dated, like... I guess the sounds he looks for seem dated. Like he needs to just he wrap needs- it up. He has to wrap it up. This should be his last one. I think it will be. I think he or he may. No, he- no. I think he's too. He's still. I think he's hard headed enough where he thinks like, yo, I can still put out quality and people will rally about me. And then I'm sure he's going to have like huge numbers. Actually, I'm looking at Eminem is 45. I mean, he's still got time. I'm just going to because people are saying that this album's supposed to do like a lot of numbers. A, but probably because it was a surprise. And B, like, um, yeah, mm-hmm. hold on. I'm going to pull up an article from Billboard. Eminem's kamikaze first week numbers. Did you know he remarried his wife? Kim? Yeah. I guess when you get off drugs, anything's possible, dude. It was and that's not meant to be 1999. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I apologize. That sounded rude as hell. I guess. <laughs> no, no, you get no. off drugs, you can do anything. No, no. <laughs> but realistically. I mean, sure, it's a real positive message. But like, It's the most blunt thing that you can say, like, the journey's not hard. <laughs> like, I mean, to both Eminem. Quit and, smoking and you'll just stop having lung cancer. It's all good. <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> Thanks, Andre. Ain't um, in podcast, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, um... I, I don't know. To just my final summary on the thing is I, I think he should be done after this. Um, I don't know if picking a fight with. Uh, oh my God, get out of here, Billboard News. Um, yeah, just looking at all this, like, honestly, there was hype around it too. I forgot. Oh, the last album. Because he had like that, that fake drug website where you could like go and look up like prescriptions to like fake things and it was funny it was funny no eminem's still funny but i think he needs to figure out he shouldn't pick fights yeah he doesn't need to pick fights because i don't i don't know i don't know i still don't listen to him man i'm not a pro on eminem but i i respect his legacy i just don't necessarily think what he did was the right thing i don't think he handles criticism well anymore no like he used to i feel like he used to but again, I'm speaking out of ignorance because I don't really listen to Eminem like that. It's okay. We don't have to keep talking about it. Uh, Where are we at on time? Um, why don't you get a watch and find out? 
Miles gets flamed again <laughs> <laughs> on the latest episode. Miles, I heard your comments. And I think you should shut the fuck up because you don't know all the details. <laughs> like three seconds, solid five seconds of silence. I don't think you know who, all the details, so. Can't I was, even. I was, I was ready. ready. I know you were ready to lower Drop it. that mic. I've been better than you for the better part of a fucking decade. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, yeah, the shout out his squad in the back. Joe Budden's squad. That's right. That's Word. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a point. Facts, facts, facts. Joe pays me. <laughs> Joe pays me. You know. Um. Yeah. The the most incendiary thing he says in that that little clip. He said, "You just rhyme words together," and I'm like, "Bro." <laughs> That is vicious. Such a simple insult, too. Yeah, exactly. like, like, you just rhyme a bunch of words together. Damn. Yikes. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's the whole Joe Budden Eminem fiasco. Yeah, man, let's go to a break. Yeah, it's around that time, right? Yeah, uh, you want it? You want me to do it? What's up? <laughs> Hey M, I heard the album. I heard it's trash. You need to stop rapping. You rhyme a bunch of words together and it's not happening. It ain't snapping. Play it again. Play it again. Get the napkins. You need to clean up your career because it's messy. Get the napkins. Get the get the snapkins. Oh, look at all these fractions. You got me on top and you on the bottom. Actually, I'm the most common denominator because I'm with God. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring the beat back, but I cannot. Okay. So, you, like, sprinted to the end. I'm going to Full damn it Really, all right. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny? I think old Eminem rides like old Eminem. That's what it's I'm like saying. Common. He yes. rides like common. Yes. Though. Oh, leave common alone. <laughs> this is Street Radio for unsolved people. Uh, you went right to that. So that's my. That's my song. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, what's the musical? That's a good about, about the people. people. Anyway, uh, my so mom showed me that track when I was young. Wow, like when it first came out, I was like, I was like, yo, this is rap. <laughs> Man, this is hip hop. Cool. Thanks, mom. Started listening to Lupe. <laughs> that was a good time. Cuddy. Anyway, continue. Um, so the break comes from well, the music on this break comes from the homie Bungalow, um, re-releasing uh, a beat. That he had put out through Sunday Sauce. Sunday Sauce put it out again. Mm. Um, I guess a little remastered. I'm not sure. I think he. I think he might have touched it up a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. From I haven't. I, I haven't. From heard when it I off when I talked that. to him last, he touched it up a little okay. bit. So. Um, well, I got the originals. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's what we're gonna be playing. So the track is called Soul. You can get it through Sunday Sauce, um, or Bungalow's page. I think it might be. You can get it on Bun- Bungalow's Bandcamp page. But it's on SoundCloud under the Sunday Sauce. I think it's on Spotify, page. too. I could Probably be under the Sunday Sauce. Page yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah. Release. All right, so we're going to listen to this track by Bungalow called Soul, and we'll get back to you on the A&M Podcast, baby. Thank you. 
so long. So long. And we're back. And in podcast, baby. Better than ever. Uh-huh. I hope you guys love that track by Bungalow, because I certainly do. It's a snapper. Speaking of snapper, something that got me snapping this week, Andre, was the whole Nike fiasco. Oh, yes, sir, indeed, Bob. <laughs> Let me tell you, I still have my Nikes, because them shits are expensive. I ain't burning shit. Uh, there is a specific video that really grinded my gears. <laughs> tell and me about it, Bill. It was this young white male... With like a tucked in polo shirt and some khakis on and his nice ass backyard paved and everything. Privileged motherfucker. Okay. And it's a popular video. I can find it for you. But he literally goes through his pairs of Nike and he's like, I'm choosing to burn my Nike shoes because of the recent collab between Nike and uh, Yeah, And he like he's he's burning them. He's like, yo. Just bought these two days ago. Fuck Gosh, it. Out. Yeah. So I I just think it's funny. So that racism once again shows its ugly head. So some uh <clears throat> background for those who don't really know. So uh Colin Kaepernick and so so Nike uh decided to use Colin Kaepernick as the focal point of their just do it campaign, which is now in their thirtieth year. It's the thirtieth anniversary of this mm. campaign. So, in the print version of this campaign, it features a black and white close-up of Kaepernick's face with the copy "Believe in Something," even if it means sacrificing everything. The slogan "Just Do It" rests just below Kaepernick's face with the Nike swoosh. The commercial features a narration from Kaepernick and also features other Nike-sponsored athletes like Serena Williams and LeBron James, both of which are outstanding athletes and activists in their own right wow miles is showing me this video this kid looks like he goes to uh a privilege he looks like a vineyard vines kind listen of kid. yeah exactly a uh, t- t- little detail about me i really hate kids who wear vineyard vines i like can't help but judge and look at his like a his yeah, fire man. pit that's disgusting that's what i'm saying like shout out to barstool <laughs> barstool's <laughs> caption you really showed them chad <laughs> <laughs> Chad. But I just think the memes that came from it are hilarious, too. So this ad apparently made about $43 million in media exposure in the first 19 hours it was around. Um, A lot of people are seeing this as like a, not like a crazy super like moral move by Nike, and it's just like business. Funny enough, Nike and Kyle and Kaepernick have been contracted together since 2011, but haven't utilized him until now. now and you know and they even kept him around after the whole controversy surrounding him in 2016 yeah, they when never, he started kneeling. yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. he's been in he's been in their back pocket and i think this was something that they were probably prepping for too they're like i think after 2016 they're like all right we can definitely hang on to him and then i think once he you know was not return once he did not return back to the nfl they're like he'll probably be around for for good it was a a comment that i found i i want to say youtube i'm not really quite sure but uh the person brought up a really good point. They said that um, Nike isn't, they're not marketing for their 
past clientele they're marketing for their future clientele yeah i think they're they're looking for longevity here which is a smart idea because you want to weed out those people anyway they're going to be treating it like that there was another meme of p diddy you know that p diddy uh the four meme where he's staring at that guy and the guy's smiling the caption was Nike looking at the NFL <laughs> after yeah P Diddy's the NFL and Nike's just <laughs> you're not dropping us you know what I mean you're not dropping us the year just started you know yeah, so yeah. it's just uh it's funny how uh the America could be like so the response is a little bit unnecessary like this is like the same thing as when LeBron James like moved cities people burned his jersey like people are stupid Sports fans are stupid. stupid. Sorry, guys, we're stupid. Hardcore sports yeah, fans I'm are not stupid. Hardcore for sport. I'm not either. I, but but uh, like, I support a team. You don't know burn what I mean? your jersey, bro. There's no. I still have my Revis jersey. Dude's not even on the team anymore. I, I don't mean, even know if he plays. I mean, yes, that's good to keep on. You know, to yeah, keep. I love Revis. But um, yeah, I think. Well, what do you feel about the whole situation? Well, like, a, do you think it's? Do you think it's a good idea for Nike? Oh, Do no, you, of course. Yeah, I think it is. Good. Um, like you were saying, uh, this is a move um, to, and I, and I think in regards to Nike, it's a move where they believe that, A, they're on the right side of history, and they know that this this particular figure is going to be uh, worth investing in, quote unquote. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they know that all these other like minute voices that are like, they they don't care they and they know they know they knew what was going to happen soon as they posted and that. they know that they're they're on the wrong side of things so they're like you know we'll let this blow over um we're good a lot of people are are, are noting that like Nike made a definitive decision in this whole thing and the NFL still hasn't figured out how to handle the whole kneeling thing so yeah especially, is that is that still happening too Have I don't people... remember <clears throat> what the the moves were I know like there was a meeting. That was held in May for them to figure it out, and I think that meeting, like the final uh, decision on that, was postponed to like July, and then they never came anything. I think at one point they were planning to find players who were going to kneel, and I think the decision was to keep people in the locker room that weren't going to stand during the um, national anthem. Um, there, yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, the last game. I mean, kickoff oh, yeah. was uh, last Yesterday. night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're, we're recording. There Friday. was no kneeling last night. I think everyone just wanted to be smart about it to, to the first day. Yeah, which makes sense, I guess. But like, like, you would think it would start right out the gate. Well, I mean, I think the Kaepernick thing kind of set the tone, and people are, like people know that we don't have to kneel anymore because we've got so much coverage. And apparently, that commercial ran during the game at some point. I didn't see the game. So this is a. Uh, uh, a thing that was brought up. Um, Miss Virginia, uh, and this article comes from USA Today. Miss Virginia, uh, Millie McPhail, was asked what advice would she give to players about whether to stand or kneel for the national anthem. And her response was, uh, is, is a right you have... Um, wait, let me reread that. Sorry. She said not standing during the anthem is a right you have, but also not about kneeling. It is about absolutely, it is absolutely about police brutality. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Like I was reading one article from the ringer and they were saying like, there, there are like three groups of people who, who are either offended or like offended by this kneeling thing. One group of people 
who misconstrue kneeling kneeling the the purpose of their kneeling against the national anthem and like they take it as like an offense toward the whole thing America yeah gotcha there's another group which I think is an excuse to for them to ignore the fact that why they're actually doing this well there's there's another group of people who understand the purpose of the kneeling but still choose to take offense with it in a wider like in that broader spectrum Mm. and just look to create chaos and uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's aggravating when you realize how, how narrow minded people can be um, because you're not, the whole kneeling scenario is not, it has, it has no reflection on the flag. That's the thing. Yeah. Like as it's, that's why, that's why I think it's uh, well, a common excuse to use that. And as, my issue with yeah. people who think it's only about veterans is, a, is even more narrow minded because the flag does not represent just veterans yeah it represents america yeah and the star the spangled banner it's 50 state wait yes. yeah we have 50 yeah, states yeah, yeah. We have 50 no states. i was um just trying to pick it back <laughs> go ahead continue the star spangled banner like our most one of our most patriotic anthems is like super rooted in slavery and francis scott key the gentleman who wrote the anthem mm-hmm. was a slave owner and super racist. I didn't read. Uh, I always forget. Like, there's always and there's people that don't educate themselves on that. There's people that don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, they're just they're going with the Chad prime example. Chad. Chad's this ignorant, you know, naive person who just doesn't educate themselves on history because. It's what they see now. You know what I mean? Like, they're not concerned about it. It's not affecting them. So why would you have to care about this? Um, I think they're just trying to pick a side, and they're going with the side with the most money. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. There's a... So there's... Every now and then, this you know, people throw this back into the universe to remind people. Mm. There's a third verse to the Star Spangled Banner. And I just found pieces of it. It says, "No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of fl- from the terror of flight what? or the gloom of the grave." And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. That's a. They don't. I've never heard that before. You don't sing it because it's fucked up. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So so I mean, and I'll I'll include the link. Wow. In the show notes. I'm mad. But uh, yeah. I'm upset. Yeah, <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't matter. Racist, don't forget. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> Shoot. No, sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it adds like another layer to the whole Star Spangled. Like, does America need a new theme song? Possible. America needs a giant ass reset button. Yo, <laughs> there's one one period of time where me, I think Quavo was like, "Yo, I'm ready to redo the theme." Like. Star Spangled Banner, yeah. Quavo? He was about it, too. He's like, yo, I think we need something that reflects everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, Quavo is going to get a track to reflect everybody. (laughs) Mama. (laughs) 50 states. Everyone got a Lambo. (laughs) And the rock is regular. Regular. Yeah, The bomb's bursting. (laughs) Truth to the night. <laughs> the flag's still there. Flag. 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 Um, 
So yeah, the whole situation is complicated. I think, um, when I was making the show notes, uh, my whole theme of the, the, the show and on my end was like, this is a show about things becoming obsolete. Mm. Example number one, Eminem. <laughs> Example number two, the <laughs> NFL. Like, I mean, I was I was reading. It's like, are That's we getting point are too. we getting to a point where like football is is becoming just like not America's favorite sport anymore? And, I, and it's interesting only because it's crowded in so much controversy now. Like, I know me. Like, I've never been crazy about football a because i'm frail and i never wanted to participate in that kind of You'd sport be a good wide receiver bro. i know i be know that. catching all over these my dad but you can't be. get hit huh you just I get can't hit take i'm that dead hit. <laughs> i'm dead i just picture whoa breakout star andre senior never got hit this season yet <laughs> final game don't touch me don't touch me don't touch. <laughs> two minutes <laughs> Whoa, and that's an ACL fracture right there. All this whole left leg is just bent in. (laughs) Street fight. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a little picture of me with my beat up face. Continue. Uh Yeah. I I was playing an intramural game of football once at, at college, and I went up for a catch, and I caught the ball, and then I did a flip. And the only reason I did a flip is because somebody swept my legs from under me. And I was like, damn, this is why I don't play football, bro. This Woo! So, um, a that's the first reason why I don't like football. B, um, football now, like a, there's about a lot of controversy surrounding it. I was reading, and I'm gonna I'm gonna link these these the articles in which I found the information. Two of them coming from the undefeated, mm-hmm. but um, like there was like oh, and the ringer, excuse me, um, but there was like Spygate where the Patriots were were accused of of taping one of the Jets coaches like delivering their signs or whatever. Um, and then there was what other controversies? There's like the whole thing surrounding CTE injuries, like the brain injuries. Mm. Um, and that's becoming more of a thing. And the NFL has been slow to address it. Um, and then there's this whole flag scenario, mm. deflate gate, like mm. football has been like a very like, hotbed of controversy lately. So um, I don't know if people are getting fed up with the sport. I know I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure people are still gonna watch the sport. Yeah, sports are sports. There's, it's just a, it's a diehard. Yeah, but know? like it's, it's, it all takes away from the sport. Any, well, any negative coverage obviously will take away from the sport. Any sport, but like, there's been a lot of negative coverage surrounding football lately, and uh, I don't know if people are, are willing to to stick in it. Like, oh, like all of the, the homicides that that were surrounded, like the dude. Who had like the shotguns in his trunk? I don't know if that's Aaron Hernandez. I can't remember, but yeah, there were like two murder cases, like the, a couple of abuse trial, like uh, abuse cases too. Um, yeah, like there's been a lot of very, very shysty activity surrounding football and football players. So um, it's it's kind of like a tough t- thing to align yourself with, and it. I don't know if this is fucked up to say, but like, say like if you're a football fan, you kind of adhere to a certain kind of living. I don't know if that's true. That's it's it sounds that sounds up. that sounds naive. That sounds I like, wouldn't say naive. No, it sounds like you just don't have all the facts for that, right? To say that. No, standard. no, but like you you think. But there's there's a there's probably levels to yeah but I mean the football is the fans. most gladiatorial sport that we have <laughs> yeah okay fair 
What other sport do you have bodies ramming into each other? Uh, indoor football. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the fucking <laughs> no, Long Island Dragons. No, you're right. You're right. So I, I like, hear you. Like there basketball. has to be some sort of a aggression. Yeah. I mean, there's like an underlying level of just masculinity, like okay. hyper-masculinity Fair. that exists in, in football. Okay. Like basketball, I think egos come into play. Okay. Um, Saying you're the best. Yeah. It's King. Just, you know, yeah, whatever. Number like, one, like I mean, they're still Get in like the crown. I mean, <laughs> can't ball me, can't cover me. Yeah, exactly. Like there's there's a level of like one upping it in basketball. Yeah. Like I got the skills. Let me show you up real that's, fast. That's more skill based, I yeah, guess you could say. I mean, right? and football. And I will say as as a strategic game, football is is great. It's almost like like chess or war. Like you have to set up formations. Mm-hmm. That allow you That's to fair. maneuver. Yeah, no, you're right. You're and right. then you know these. You have to utilize key players that you have. Exactly. And who your best players are. Yeah. Um, in basketball, another team sport, but uh, not. It, there's no. There's a different layer of ego is a good way to describe it. Yeah. I I don't think you really need to go into it that much other than saying that because it's not too contact where like. There's, I can mess someone up on purpose. But, but like, yeah, you're you know not you're I mean? not going into football knowing that you have to like check the shit out of somebody yeah. in order to make a play work or you have to physically stop a body from moving and with that it requires a, a an exorbitant amount of strength and b the willingness to be able to just shove bodies at will um um yeah a basketball you know contact will happen but it's it's all it's a lot it's it's more it's more mentally driven, I guess, for lack of a better term. Where where if you're gonna throw that aggression, you're doing it to make sure that somebody knows you're a threat. Yeah, fair. Um, like J.R. Smith used to step on people's shoes at the the foul line or whatever. Like he's just being dumb. But um, <laughs> there's oh, a there's the a meme. meme. <laughs> I could have sworn we had time sponsored by Henny. Dead. Yo, one of the best things to come dead. out of this Colin Kaepernick thing is the, is the memes. The DJ one. Did you see the DJ one? No. Uh, it's it has a picture of DJ Jazzy Dev uh, spinning and it's like, believe in your DJ even if he doesn't play your request. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, there was. Funny. I mean, Thanos was one of them too. It's like yeah. believe in every believe in something if it ever means getting rid of half, half of everything. <laughs> Which I'm I'm still kind of excited for that we're left on a, a cliffhanger about that. Oh, for Avengers 4? Yeah, I thought about it. I know I was pretty pissed off. Oh, dude, somebody put out a tweet. I think some 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 affiliate of a studio in Atlanta was like, oh, looking forward to see more Black Panther. And I'm like, well, I guess the Black Panther's coming back. <laughs> well, we, we talked we know, about yeah, that. We, I don't even want to go into yeah. it. Listen, uh, uh, sports are crazy. Don't sports, do yeah, I was about to say. Do Just track and field and don't have to Track hit. is mad fun. You know what, though? That's you, what you my can, kids are doing. You can. Step I'm, gonna, up. I'm gonna be running with my kids right out track the gate. Is just, track is like film. It's just hurry up and wait. <laughs> All right, let's spend three <laughs> hours getting ready for this 40 second race. All right, cool. You stretch. <laughs> you stretch. You do your warm ups. Yeah. Cause you know if you don't, yeah. you may lose. You go get tired, right? Right at when you need that kick, you know what I'm saying? Okay, coach. Track is you got it. You can't even lie. That was strategic too. Cause like bro, if mental, I'm racing bro. mad fast, people. I got to pick up my pace more than I yes. ever would. Track is all mental. And then that kick is literally, Dude, that's four, your that's your superpower. That's your turbo boost. The 400 is the worst because- Did you run the 400? The, yeah. Bro. Oh my God. I did a 400 oh. and 400 H in the same meets. 
That's the worst. Yeah, damn. That sucks. And I was scoring. I was in a scoring heat. It was like, all right, you good, Miles? Uh, uh, not really, coach. My legs hurt. All right, cool. <laughs> You're going to have to run again. But even still, like, yeah, that. that I did the 4 2 and the 4 relay. You did the 4 by 4 relay? Yeah, so I do the 400 that individual, sucks. do the 200 individual, that sucks. and then do the 4 by 4 relay. That 4 by 4 relay is not. It's all mental, bro. I hate it. Like, when you're on somebody's shoulder, you're like, all right, I'm going to. Chill here. What was your ideal spot? Like, what lane did you want to be in? Uh, in the four? Usually not in the inside. Not in three. You don't four. like being in the inside? Not in the middle. I think right on the I outside. like being one. I like being one because I chase those mother... Nah. And then by the time you hit the 200 well, after- mark, you're you're technically in first. <laughs> you just got to hold out. And that six spot, that's the most nerve-wracking well, spot. The hardest Because part. you don't know who's coming up behind sure, you. yeah. 400H was just me and another guy, so that was oh, yeah, a lot yeah. difficult. Mono, mono. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, there was this one kid that I used to run with a lot. Shout out to George. George, George Arazzo, I believe is his last name. All right. We have the same birthday. Nice. Uh, but we used to run. He used to run the four. I used to run the four. And we would just at, like, uh, at meets or invitationals, we would always just like wind up in the same uh, heats. Mm. And uh, George actually went on to, to – uh, yeah. Well, no, no. Like he, like he, he. I think he tried out for the Olympics. Um, yeah, George George Arazzo, um, tried out for the Olympics, um, or tried out for one of the Olympic teams. Um, but he's a good dude. And uh, I think there was one meet. I think on our senior year, like we got to the point where we were, we were both pretty good. Mm. I think I knew he was a little bit more serious about it than I was. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, still fun to always run with him. And uh, yeah, I think that last that last meet we had together at my school, he uh, he called me and I was like, "Damn, this kid's about it." <laughs> this kid's in because I th- I thought I could still catch him with like a little bit of a a kick at the end, and he 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 knew. Yeah, he, he knew that he you, was yeah. right there with yeah. me. He's like, "I got it." Oh man, once, and this is the end of track and field. Um, Damn, I raised Joe once. Once and we didn't know about did each other. Did you smoke him? Did I smoke him? No. Joe was like top ranked in his. He was like number oh, two dude. in the whole county. County, yeah. Damn. But it was indoor track, and uh, we. I was like, I wasn't. I didn't get good until eleventh end of eleventh grade, mm-hmm. which was unfortunate because I'm just like tight. Like I could have been somebody if I actually kept up with this. But I, I went to the line. And I just knew who he was because he was the only track runner that wore sports glasses. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Joe's blind. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, I was in the same heat as him because I was shit and he was good. So you know how they got to mix it up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was so tight, man. This dude Damn. dusted all of us, and yeah. he he forgot about it. He's like, oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was just one of those things. He was just too good to <laughs> take care. Yeah, it's another it's another exercise for him. Go also, ahead, continue. What were you going to say? I think, yeah. Shout out to Jaquan Holland, man. I don't know where he is on Facebook, but another kid I used to run with. Um, but what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier is that, uh, yeah, I was doing a race. I was doing the 400 indoor, right? And this kid from the other high school, high school West, was running with me. And uh, I, I was on his shoulder, and I was like, all right, we're at the fir- Like, we did the first 200. Yeah. I'm going to try and get around him for this, like, 
three hundred and do the rest hundred. This is all while you're running, which is the the best part about track. You're like, I, how am I gonna fucking beat this guy right now? But uh, I started to, you know, apply my kick, and he looked at me in the face, and then sped up and kept going. That's and I was like, dirty. Damn dog, that's dirty. That's Isn't that the worst? When you're like, I was just like, he no. he had stuff in the reserve still that he was just like, ah, oh, he's like, like no, it's not happening. Come on, bro. Uh, it's I I got one more. I'm sorry. I just love track, but uh, I it was a race against Ward Melville. Disclaimer: ew, ew. Fuck Ward Melville <laughs> because they cheated at the shot put and they got a redo on one of their tosses that would normally be a fault. So you. You shouldn't get a redo, but it was some bullshit. Anyway, my coach walks up to me and is like, listen, we actually need you to win in order. It was for 400 H. We need you to win in order to uh, place probably play, like or like even still win. We were undefeated that season. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was like, coach, I'm going to make it do what it do. I, I think I said something similar to that, too. And I. uh. I'm gonna make it do what it do. Uh, the current like number one track run, uh, 400H runner, Trevor, uh, was he was in my Trevor Guerrero. He he runs with Joe's brother. Ironically, like oh, they nice. got like a nice little comp- competition going. But regardless, um, he was like he's like you got this. And I was like Trevor because it was two of us. It was two of us versus two of them. They wanted to hurry it up. Right. Yeah. So he's like, you got this, man. You got to set the pace and I'll try to follow you. I was like, Trevor, I'm not looking back. And literally, I, I started in the top row. Um, I think it was like lane four. And I literally just, I sprinted. This was the only time I ever sprinted the 400 age in my entire life. And I wound up breaking the school record, which was lit. And I was like, I just represent for my team. I was like, yo, I just shaved like five seconds off my PR, like all of a sudden, like it was, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Those track is awesome. We got to wrap the show up. I'm hungry. So, wow. Damn. Yeah. Um, did you want to chat about something else? Nah, I think the, the cabinet. Oh, real fast. Childish Gambino. Yeah. So the Adidas thing. Yeah. Well, Childish Gambino released a music video for feels like summer. Great. And, uh, mad cameos from various hip hop artists like Nicki Minaj, Travis Scott, and, uh, you say those two because they had that one scene. That was funny. They're beefing. They're beefing. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, video school, super animated, super nice. Um, at the end of the video, uh, Charles Gambino like walks to his house for Donald Glover, whatever you think. He walks to his house and closes the door. And then in the follow-up video, um, he goes into his house, turns the light on, and then uh, sees these Adidas or pulls these Adidas takes shoes, takes off his original you know, shoes <laughs> to put on these Adidas shoes, and then the, like the video ends. Like he just stares into the camera, and then the video ends. And that's their announcement for a collab. Yeah, for a collaboration. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to Andre about this. The shoes just look like worn out Adidas shoes. Like, Some dusty like ass Adidas someone shoes. said, like, oh, those look clean. Like, no, matter of fact, Gambino said, yo, those look clean. Can you just fuck them up a little bit? You want, yeah. you want me to fuck these up? Yeah, like, can you, like, get a knife and just slit that whole top part open so it's just, like, ruffled? I would not be surprised if the shoes are a little worn. It was just funny because even his animated character had holes in his shirt. Yeah, I, I was like, this guy is maintaining his homeless persona I feel like till he, the end. He never really cared. Um, No, I'm looking at it now. It looks pretty regular. Are they? Yeah, it's just, yeah, look at the. Look at the, the picture. It's it looks like a regular Adidas shoe. 
It's just a blank white shoe. <laughs> and his face. <laughs> just, hmm. That's how I feel about it. Just, these are I'm probably going to buy them too. He's so pissed. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, so that was cool. That was quick. Also, funny thing that I found out. Apparently, he sent two tracks, two unreleased tracks to people who, I think, pre-ordered tickets for his tour. He said they're 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 unfinished, but they're vital to the, the viewing experience. They have are they out? Uh only only I, he sent them to only the people who pre-ordered tickets or got tickets. But no them. one yeah, released he, those. He told he told fans two new tracks uh, at this America tour opener. Yeah, yeah. He said to to keep it within the community. So well, uh, who knows? They they're probably on the internet. The two new cuts, algorithm and all night. Yes. Oh no, they're they're on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they're on YouTube. I mean, someone there. There's no. I know what you're there's saying. No there's official a, track. Yeah, because they're unfinished as, as yeah, yeah, yeah. too. So that was cool. Um, anything else I wanted to talk about? Oh, I guess recommendations, music wise. I don't have many. I have two, actually three. Um, one is a single track. It's by uh, Super Bui. That's S U P A space B W E. Mm. Um, he's been out for a minute. He's been around. He's been bouncing around doing a couple features on people's tracks. But the reason I point this out is because the homie Shepard, Shepard Sounds, as he goes on his various social medias, uh, produced this track, and it's a it's a slapper. Um, that man is serious. He's a hell of a producer. So definitely listen to that. Um, there's a EP out by singer, I believe it's Tertia May. Uh, it's a four-track EP called uh, Kind of Purple. Um Definitely worth your time. Smooth cuts. Definitely enjoy. And then I haven't listened to it yet, but I am a fan of Joey Perp um, from the Save Money crew, the Chicago uh, conglomerate that you know featured Chance the Rapper and Vic Mensa at one point, among others. Um, but he just put out a album called Quarter Thing. Uh, the album features Raven Lene, uh, the RZA, and the Jizza, um, and a couple of others. So... Um, you give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. We'll talk about it. Hit me up on Twitter. Word. I got uh, two recommendations. Um, actually, three. One's a bonus. Uh, the first is a short film. is called A Lack of Dating in Brooklyn. It is a comedy made by Drew Van Steenbergen, and it's 16 minutes long. It's a... It's a, it's a nice little... I would say rom-com, but it has a little different approach on how what what the subject or theme is. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's definitely something to check out. The 16 minutes flies by, I promise you. Here's an announcement. Miles is working on something. I'm trying. I don't want to jinx it, so I don't bring it up. That's all we'll talk about. Uh, stay tuned. Anyway, uh, the second recommendation is on Netflix. It is called Magic for Humans. It is a very, very nice, quick... Um, little series i think it's like six episodes uh 30 minutes an hour what's up yeah 30 minutes but it's um it's magician oh i'm a dick i put magic for people (laughs) (laughs) you got the dude who does magic tricks on vine (laughs) yeah i did (laughs) that guy's good though uh yeah magic for humans it is justin willman uh, he's a, like a comedian slash magician. He's a pretty cool guy. I've seen him before. Is it like a documentary? Or is it like a series? It's a it's a series, but like he he's basically setting he's approaching human beings, 
like real humans, literally like the random, no and camera tricks or anything. Tricks. Yeah, but these tricks, I'm gonna show you an episode because it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. I'm gonna whip your ass in Mario Tennis first, and then you'll show me an episode. <sighs> the <laughs> third recommendation is a bonus recommendation because I've been, I've been like plowing through them for the fifth time in a row. But uh, I just picked up The Office again. Oh my god, The Office is an amazing show. If you haven't watched it, it's just great for dry humor. We did it before we did the eleventh episode. You were watching an episode, and Joe it, like Joe like Joe was in it. He was in it. Joe like, the intern was. He was just like I wasn't listening to what you guys were saying. I was just watching. What he's was like, going. yo, I, I haven't seen this episode, so I just haven't been paying attention to you guys, and I can't multitask. But it, I love The Office. Check it out. Um, I say skip season one. Nancy would say watch season one just because. It's but always rough, but hey. Season one is like actually sandpapering your, your eyes. I love that. Come on, man. You don't love sandpaper? No. But that's all I got for my recommendations this week, guys. That's really it. And uh, I think that's the conclusion of the show right now, right? Thanks for listening to the NM Podcast. Um... Uh, Make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All that jazz. Hit us with the hashtag talking that mess. And we'll have a little chat about some 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 mess, you know, some bullshit, you know. If My- you're listening to this on Apple Music, you can also listen to this on SoundCloud. It's not Apple Music. It's like Apple Podcast, but, you know, it's on Apple. So. <laughs> hey. And, yeah. Get us on Spotify, guys. Let's get these numbers up so we can be like Joe Budden yelling into microphones. I'm telling you, man, we're going to have an office by show 50. And then you're going to leave because you don't like offices. You said it. You said, if we get an office, I'm leaving. It's got to be like a fun office. Oh, you, you just you just don't like like. I work need somewhere culture. I can go like de like my table on the second floor. So Yo, I, Lyft had one. Nicole's like, yo, I love it. That's dope. Uh, the ironically, the office. Michael Scott. He he came up with uh, cafe disco, and it was it was a, a a closet room where he played music, and he had a uh, he had a cappuccino maker, and they just kind of dance, and there's like no work here, just dancing. But it was a good episode. Anyway, um, shout out to West Wax for the theme song of the show. The track is called No More. The A&M exclusive, y'all feel. The music for the break came from Bungalow. The track is sold. Make sure you check out Bungalow on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Spotify, and all the places you listen to music. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be back when, whenever we do another show. I think we should be good because I've been away for the past two weekends. So it's But you've been doing trigger. your thing, man. You've been enjoying the rest of your summer, so yeah, that's good. I tuned out and you guys tuned in. You guys did like the 100 show. You did the Bronx thing. You guys yeah, did, we did. A you few did a things. lot and I tuned out. That whole weekend, you were not present I, for nope. any of that. And I was I, like, hey, well, it's like, no, Andre's not here. I'll see y'all later. I'm out. <laughs> I literally That's I, how you said too You were like Yo I'm not gonna be here This weekend yeah, I was just, like I'm not gonna be here Like my brain is not Gonna be with y'all Like I'm not even thinking, I didn't like, even I hit you John. up I don't think I hit you up I called John on his birthday And that was it <laughs> Alright word man Bye yeah. <laughs> He didn't even pick up <laughs> uh, But yeah Alright Thanks for listening To the A&M Podcast We'll see you on the next one Until then A&M, A&M Podcast baby Miles, I heard the album. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done.